You're listening to ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine, produced in cooperation with the AMDA. Your host is Dr. Eric Tangelos, Professor of Medicine at the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, and a Certified Medical Director. Is there a physician shortage at nursing homes? And what impact does adequate physician coverage have on ensuring quality care at long-term care facilities? Joining us to discuss physician workforce issues in the nursing home is Dr. Paul Katz, Professor of Medicine and Chief of the Division of Geriatrics and Aging at the University of Rochester School of Medicine. Dr. Katz is also Vice President of the American Medical Directors Association. Paul, welcome. Thank you, Eric. Pleasure to be here. Well, why have we chosen to work in nursing homes as physicians, and what advice would you give to other physicians? That's a great question. I think all of us who work in nursing homes have an affinity of caring for the elderly, for people in need. I think the problem that we're facing today is that there are just not enough of us. Unfortunately, in terms of healthcare policy and systems of care, there's not been a lot of attention paid to the physician workforce in nursing homes. Usually when I talk about this issue of physician workforce, I start the discussion by building a logic, a logic model, if you will. Many people who are not in the nursing home world and don't take care of patients often say, why should we even care about this? This is not really that important. And I would make uh, several points to uh, get everyone's attention. One thing that, of course, I know you're very well aware of is that we spend, as a nation, a tremendous amount of money in long-term care, but specifically in nursing home care, well over $100 billion and growing exponentially as the population in need is growing. Estimates are all over the map, but spending will probably double in the next 25 or 30 years. Many people also don't realize that from a personal standpoint, we as individuals have a very high risk of entering a nursing home sometime in our life before we die. And I think this really brings it home as to why this is an important area to think about. There are studies that consistently put that risk of entering a nursing home after you reach age 65, somewhere between 40 and 46%. So clearly the cost is great to the country. These individuals have a high risk of entering a nursing home. 16% of everyone even over age 85 currently resides in a nursing home today. Now, this argument would not be an issue if quality in nursing homes was optimized. Clearly, that's not the case. Their quality in many homes has made tremendous strides. It's great, but there's a great disparity. Some homes don't do a very good job, while others do. The quality, uh, you know, you can look at quality from many aspects, but whether you're looking at uh, Institute of Medicine reports over the years that remain very critical of nursing home care, or you look at the number of the amount of litigation that's going on in nursing homes and the resultant exodus of physicians, for example, or you look at the health department survey citations, that look at care year-to-year in nursing homes. All of those are indicating that the quality could be better. Sure. Let's stay with the workforce issue for a little while. I mean, you mentioned the Institute of Medicine. They've published a number of things, one on workforce issues in geriatrics and in long-term care. Do you want to make any further comments about their findings? The most recent uh, workforce that you're referring to really talked about the manpower issues and the fact that, well, we talk about not enough physicians in nursing home care, which... Really, the issue goes down to a lack of primary care physicians in this country. In fact, there's a recent report I just saw, it actually was in the New York Times, that cited a couple articles that really bring this point home. In health affairs, 
there was a study that projected a generalist physician shortage of anywhere from 35 to 44,000 by the year 2025. It's a huge shortage. This article also cited something that's been in the press quite a bit from the uh, Journal of the American Medical Association, a study showing that just 2% of graduating medical students are choosing to enter general internal medicine. With those sorts of statistics, it's clear that this country is not going to have enough primary care physicians. It's relevant to nursing homes and geriatrics specifically because the people who are interested in primary care serving the whole patient are the ones that usually go into geriatrics and ultimately into nursing home care. So we have a real problem. There was one study that we actually were involved in. It's over 10 years old now, and I'm not sure whether the statistics are even that valid anymore, but this was only one of the few studies that looked at physicians practicing in nursing homes on a national level, and we found that the average physician only spends two hours or less a week in nursing home care, while there was a very small percentage that spent a lot of time in nursing homes. The gist of it is that there weren't a lot of physicians that were devoting their practice to nursing home care. So the IOM report is really asking the question of how do we attract people into this critical field. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Tangelos, and joining me to discuss physician workforce issues in the nursing home is Dr. Paul Katz, Professor of Medicine and Chief of the Division of Geriatrics and Aging at the University of Rochester School of Medicine. Dr. Katz is also Vice President of the American Medical Directors Association. So, Paul, besides telling stories to each other that are uplifting and having role models that we've shared, what's some of the upsides to working in the nursing home as a physician? Eric, I've been involved in nursing home care ever since I started my fellowship in geriatrics back in the early 80s. And I was, as part of the fellowship, who were not as structured as they are today, I was put into a 150-bed nursing home as a teaching site, and I was really lost. I was looking for some sort of guidance, what to do, I was impressed by the complexity of the patients, by the dynamism of the environment, just the inherent challenges in taking care of patients who are very ill, very functionally disabled, in a regulated environment, and dealing with multiple disciplines. It was a challenge, and at that time, there was very little written on nursing home care. There were no textbooks. So you'll pardon me by going down this memory path, but I mention it because it got me excited into nursing homes, and ever since then, I've been devoted to nursing home care, and that's why I like to relate to students and fellows, medical residents who are thinking of going into geriatrics or going into this field specifically. The nursing home is one of the most unique environments, and I I tell the fellows that are in our program that if you feel comfortable after your year of training of taking care of an 85-year-old patient who has multiple comorbidities, who is dealing with end-of-life issues, who is ensconced in a family dynamic. If you can do that easily, you can take care of anyone pretty much. What misconceptions would you have now for physicians that were thinking about entering the long-term care workforce? Any comments on what they should be doing or shouldn't be doing? Well, I think the misconceptions probably mirror some of the issues that revolve around uh, why people aren't going into primary care. I think there's a perception that people who are in nursing home care are somehow not as credible, that it's not as challenging, it's not as important to field, and therefore not as attractive as a professional. On top of that, there's the sense that 
There's an incredible amount of paperwork. This is a highly regulated environment. It's, it's hard to work in that environment. And then you have to deal with a multitude of disciplines. I think that perception, although some of that, there is some truth in some of those statements, those statements could probably be applied to outpatient care or hospital care, home care. So I don't think the nursing home is that much different. But I do think the big issue is that, as Rodney Dangerfield uh, said multiple times, we get no respect. And there's just not a sense in the medical field, although it's improved dramatically over the past two decades, that what we do is important. It's fun to be a nursing home physician. And I think one of the reasons is not only are you dealing with complexity and you're dealing with the you know, biopsychosocial issues from A to Z, but you're dealing in an environment where very small changes can have dramatic impact on quality of life of individuals. And that you get no better pleasure in being a doctor than having those effects. You keep coming back to the primacy of primary care, and you talk about the home models in the nursing home as well. Do you want to make any comment about the nursing home and its physicians as a medical home? I do think that the medical home emphasizes continuity and consistency. And I think uh, physicians who devote a large part of their practice to nursing homes provide that. So I think it's very much consistent with the concept of a medical home. The physician in concert with nurses and nurse practitioners or physician assistants, whoever makes up the medical provider team, really are responsible for the primary care of that patient across all settings. When a nursing home resident is transferred for surgery to the hospital, transferred back when they're getting chemotherapy in the oncology clinic, the nursing home physician really has to guide all of that, help the patient and the family make the quality of care judgments that are so critical at that stage in life. So my long-winded answer to your question is yes, it's very consistent with that model. Now tell me, you and I have been at it for 30 years apiece. What do you think the new models are going to look like over the next 30 years? Any comment? You know, it's an interesting question. Uh, of course, I hazard to guess what the medicine is going to look like in this country over the next decade or two. But the model, if you will, that I would like to have explored personally would be something that they've done in the Netherlands for the past two decades, actually. In the Netherlands, and albeit a much smaller country whose health care probably doesn't have the complexities of this country, in 1988, they actually decided to create a nursing home specialty. They now train physicians specifically for nursing home care over a two-year period. They generally employ one full-time nursing home physician for every 100 nursing home beds. And most of those physicians, at least three-quarters, have primary patient care activities, and the smaller percentage have administrative duties like medical directors would in this country. Now, the question you raise in terms of the model is whether that model would be viable in this country. And I would contend that even in the Netherlands, it's not clear whether that model, how it affects quality, although most people would say that it improves quality. We need to develop some of those models in this country and test them rigorously to see if they are an advantage to the current state of care. I think you're in a perfect position as you ascend AMDA's leadership currently as vice president. You're going to have a chance, I hope, to help shape policy, at least in long-term care, over the next uh, few years. So any final remarks before we uh, kind of bring this to a close? I would say that if we do go towards a nursing home specialist model, I personally think that the quality of care will improve. I think we will be able to attract the brightest people coming into medicine. We'll be able to show them that this is a viable, credible, 
career that's very incredibly fulfilling. I am always a glass-half-full person, and I think in terms of nursing home care, we have a lot to look forward to. Well, you've done a great job training up a number of individuals in the other Rochester, and I think you've got a great opportunity now in AMDA's leadership role to bring some of the vision that you've shared with us today forward. Thank you, Eric, and thank you for this opportunity to get on my uh, pulpit. I would like to thank my guest from the University of Rochester School of Medicine, Dr. Paul Katz. Dr. Katz, thank you very much for being our guest this week on Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine. Thank you, Eric. You've been listening to Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine on ReachMD Radio on XM160, the channel for medical professionals. Advances in Long-Term Care Medicine is produced in cooperation with the AMDA. For more information about this or any other show, please visit ReachMD.com which features on-demand podcasts of all of our programming.